Back up to Welcome to Talking Smack from the Outlaw Michael Tomsick and Whispering Eagle. We're headed to Backlash this Sunday on May 16th. I believe it is 7 p.m. Central Standard Time is the kickoff for it. They usually have a pre-show on it. I know on uh, you guys following us anymore, Peacock took over about a month ago. And so they don't have the, w the WWE Universe is completely gone. So if you guys want to check it out, you got to go on to Peacock. you got to go through Peacock and get Peacock, and, and you can get it. I think right now you can get Peacock for like $10 a month. And it includes all the WWE shows, including the pay-per-views. That's about what the WWE Network used to charge anyway, anyway Whispering Eagle. But we're heading to Backlash, so let's uh, kick it off here, Whispering Eagle. We're going to talk about... The backlash towards the end of the show. We're going to talk about a little bit about some of the odds I put. If you guys want to go to my blog right now, I have my odds page out at www.mtomsick.com. That's M-T-O-M-S-I-K.com if you guys want to read that blog. Um, added a few matches updated. I might update it again Friday if any matches are added to backlash right now. I don't know. There's a couple rumored matches possible for it. But... Whispering Eagle, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. So, one of the things uh, you and I have been talking about is the lack of superstars on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. So, I want to mention that there's been uh, quite a few rumors about people coming back. I saw one rumor about Nikki Cross coming back. Uh, this Monday on Raw, we saw Jinder Mahal come back, and he had two buddies, and you found out their names. So, what are the buddies' oh. names? Oh, well, one of them is Shaky or Shanky, or uh, and the other one is uh, oh, uh, uh, bear with me, folks. Uh, I'm not very prepared. It came out from NXT, so we're not really familiar yeah. with NXT, folks. Uh, but Jenner Mahal comes up with these two guys, Shanky, you think, and yeah, the other fellow that he that he came up with from NXT. We'll get their names down if we can't find them. Um, but I was glad to see Jinder Mahal back on the on the roster. And one of the things I was talking about with you, Spring Eagle, and I want to get your your theory on this. So Raw is starting to become like a, a populated, repopulated superstar show. Now some of these people I would think would end up down on SmackDown too, because SmackDown needs some help as well. But I want to talk about the land of the giants in the WWE right now. This is what I'm calling it because. Like I was talking to you earlier off the air, we've got all these big guys coming. You got Jinder Mahal, he's really big. Shanky, the guy. Uh, yes, uh, Fear. 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 V e e r. V e e r. Fear and uh, I think Shanky's a little guy. Okay. But, so we got Fear yeah. and Shanky coming with Jinder yes. Mahal. They're still pretty big. Yeah. You got Mason T-Bar. They're yeah, pretty big. They're pretty you got Drew McIntyre. You got Braun Strowman. You got. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. So, I mean, this is quite. I mean, these are some pretty big. It, it actually, if you think about it, Whispering Eagle, it changes the landscape of Raw. Yeah. Because when you got that many big fellas yeah. <laughs> on one show, and then you got to talk about, I mean, you could throw Sheamus in there yeah. too. He's pretty big too. So, you got all these big fellas coming on to then you got to talk about Omos. Yeah. With oh, AJ. Yeah. He's, He's the tallest you know, one he's, of them all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you got all these big guys on Ross. I, I think 
because I was like I was talking to you earlier just to get your thought on this. I mean, they could really change the outcome after Backlash of Raw if they start putting these people in the right direction in the right matches. Yeah. Yes, it could. Uh, you know, back in the day, there was a there was a group called well, to uh, a tag team called uh, the uh, Towers of Pain, which the Undertaker was one of them. Uh, after uh, one of them got hurt, they, one of the originals got hurt, and uh, there was uh, uh, you know there were several of the skyscrapers, the skyscrapers, right. which was uh, I forget, I think. Uh, what was his name? Sid Vicious was one right. of them. And uh, so you know, we could call the WWE Raw the, sci- the uh, Raw Skyscrapers. <laughs> the Raw Skyscrapers. I call it Land of the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was actually going to make a list with everybody's names and their heights and their weights, but most of these guys are over six foot tall. Most yeah. of these guys are between three and four hundred pounds. Yeah, look at look at uh, Braun Strowman, six nine. Oh, he's he was taller, I think, than Kane was. But Kane was six nine, you know, and so was the Undertaker. I think I think if it goes, Omos would be the tallest, and probably Strowman is second, and then everybody else is third. What do you think? Omos is what seven four, seven five. Right. Yeah, at the same height as Andre the Giant. But so let's let's kick this off. So I really I watched the match. I'm going to kick it off talking about the triple threat matches going to come at Backlash with with Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. I really liked what Braun Strowman did. Um, he came out at the end of the match um, and he power slammed Drew like three times. <laughs> power slammed Bobby Lashley once. Put Bobby Lashley through the. The barricade around the ring, and he said he had no allegiance. He's the monster, and you know I kind of wonder if this came all about with this this match that he had with Shane, and when Shane was out there calling him stupid, because yeah. there was a report that even he was saying that people are still calling him stupid. I've kind of seen this like little change in Braun Strowman. You know that he's getting a little bit more aggressive, maybe headed towards playing like a heel play. And I actually like it. I, I mean, I do think there's too many heels in the WWE. But if you're going to put Braun Strowman there, if he does that at Backlash, he walks out champion. And as I told you before, uh, Braun Strowman's been the U.S. championship. He's been tag team, but he's never held the WWE yeah. championship. He's fought for it several times, but yeah, he's never been champion. Uh, but what, uh, what I liked about that match is while he walked up to Bobby Lashley, stuck his hand out there, and to shake his hand, Bobby Ashley goes, oh, all right, yeah, I'll shake your hand. And then he just beat the hell out of him. <laughs> well, I thought he was going to yeah, get, get MVP because MVP yeah. tried to hit him with a stick. Oh, I wanted him to do that so bad. Brian grabbed the stick and said, oh, I'll show you. I'll look at your buddy. I, I thought, I just liked the whole persona of Braun Strowman in that moment. I mean... And the thing about it, he, like I said, if he does that at Backlash, he's walking out champion. Now, I, I think, obviously, because it's a triple threat match and there's, there's no rules, no disqualifications, um, you do have to pin the person in the ring, right? Well, right. Well, yeah, yeah, it has to be in the ring, I'm pretty sure. But it doesn't matter who you, who you, uh, who you pin. pin. Right. So the thing with this match is it's going to come down to this, with those three big guys in there. It's going to... 
it's going to come down to who has the most endurance, who has the most uh, stamina, who can take the most punishment, because there's going to be some punishment. Now, we've seen Drew in the past take some pretty good beatdowns and come back, and Bobby Lashley as well, and, and Strowman as well. So it's really hard. I think on my odds page, I believe that I put Braun Strowman as the favorite, but I would have to go look at my page, which I don't have up right now. But if I, that's where I'm leaning to right now, is I, I'm leaning towards Braun Strowman walking out with the championship. How about you, Liz? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there, because he's he's always hungry for that championship and, and been looked over and said, well, you know, uh, he, he hasn't won it every time he's battled. His battle's pretty hard, you know. Uh, like Brock, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at the same time for the title. He's used to these fatal three ways, you know, so so yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he's going to have the stamp, more stamina than the other guys to be able to handle this fatal three way. And I, I think he'll come out on top. Well, that's going to be the outlaw prediction. I'm going to make a prediction that Braun Strowman walks out of backlash. Yeah, I have to agree with you. So, we're going to we're going to move, kind of move on, and we're going to talk about some of the other stuff that happened on Raw as well. So, as we said, Jinder Mahal's return, which was really interesting, coming in with his two guys. And then, so I want to talk about Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax and the Tag Team Champions, because they actually have a match on SmackDown this Friday against Tamina and Natalya. Now, the women's title Tag Team title match has not been touted for Backlash as of yet. Now, Friday on uh, SmackDown, depending on what happens on SmackDown, you might see one or two matches pop up for Backlash. I mean, they definitely have room for one or two more matches. And plus they have a pre-show where they can throw a match in there. So, the thing about it is, so let, this whole thing was a six, ended up being a six-person tag. And during the match, who pops out on the, the ramp but Alexa Bliss? Alexa Bliss and Lily. And so during this, and I, I bring this up because I saw a lot of comments, both ne some negative, some positive on Twitter and on the internet. And a lot of people were talking about this today. So the whole thing about it is Alexa Bliss never went to the ring. She never left the seat. She was on a swing. Lily was on another swing. And... Apparently, through her mind, or they made it seem so, through Alexa Bliss's mind, made Shayna Baszler lose some control or something happened to her leg during the match. Yeah, she's supposed to tripped up on a, uh, up in the ring, got her foot stuck in the ring ropes or uh, <coughs> something on the ring mat or something like that, or the ring apron. So, here's my whole thing about this, and, and it's leading up to my question about the, the match on Friday between Nia Jax, Tamina, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. So, we, Alexa Bliss says she's going after somebody. I don't understand why she would pick Shayna Baszler, though. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk, before we get into the whole Alexa Bliss mess, because at the end of the match, all Charlotte Flair was down there, Asuka, Rhea Ripley, uh, Baszler and um, I forgot who came out with Baszler 
Japs. Um, oh, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. So they're all at the bottom staring up at this ramp at Alexa Bliss. So let's talk about this match first from SmackDown that's going to be on SmackDown. So we've been touting this match for a lot for a while, you and I. Yeah. We've wanted to see this match. I think it'll be a good match, and I'm going to predict... This will be another prediction. I make a lot of predictions in this show. Um, I like to make predictions. Sometimes I'm wrong, but I'm usually pretty right. I'm going to predict that Natalia and Tamina walk away with the championships on Friday. I have to agree with you there. They're my favorite. I don't like the uh, Nia Jack or Shayna Baszler together. They, they're, they're, they're not really a cohesive team. Uh, Nia Jack can whoop anybody's ass by herself. And so can Baszler, but together they're just they just don't really coexist that great. Not like Tamina and um, and, and Natalia. Natalia <laughs> and Tamina, they're they're on the same page, and they and they they actually care about each other, you know, enough that that they both uh, are willing to uh, do put their bodies on the line to get that championship. So this is this is where I come back to Alexa Bliss now. So, because of that, do you think Alexa Bliss will now be on SmackDown during this match, and something Alexa Bliss will cause something to happen? I have a feeling. Yes, I have a feeling that might could happen. Uh, because if she's if if she's got her eye on Shayna Baszler, then I'm pretty sure yeah she'll show up on. Cause something to happen. It would be quite interesting to me if Alexa Bliss did show up during that match and caused something to Shayna Baszler and caused Tamina yeah. and Natalya to win. And then what they could do is they could throw a rematch on Backlash. Yeah. You know, or she could do something, make that guy, uh, the guy that's with them, what's his name? Uh, Reggie Reginald. Yeah, what they could do is uh, she act, they could act like she's got, a, got control of his mind and he. Whenever Baszler gets ready to go across the ring to clothesline him or whatever, he grabs her leg and causes her to lose the match. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of directions that go with this. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not whole, I'll be real honest with you, I'm not really uh, down with the whole mind control thing. There was a, a wrestler that, uh, you might remember his name, he did a lot of voodoo. Old wrestler, remember what his name uh, He used to come out dressed up, uh, Papa something. Oh yeah, Papa Chango, or yeah, he was he he was the before he was the uh, uh, Godfather. It was Pop, Papa Chango. He yeah, Pop, they used Papa to come Chango. out with all the voodoo stuff yeah. and stuff like that. That's I saw people comparing it to that on uh, Twitter and yeah. online today. So I seen that on uh, on uh, oh the Bleacher Report too today. Yeah, so. You know, it's going to be interesting. We'll have to fill out and see what happens with uh, Alexa Bliss and stuff like that. Um, you and I had talked about this before, and, and I mentioned Nikki Cross uh, because it was reported. I saw an article today that she wanted to come back in. I, I would like her to team up with Alexa Bliss again, maybe under this whole Lily thing, and her come under a different, like, kind of, like, semi-evil persona as well, and her and Alexa Bliss maybe could go after the tag teams if... Tamina and Natalya won them. And even if Tamina and Natalya lose them, maybe that's the direction they're going to go. Anyway, I, I, 
honestly don't know. I really thought the thing about Alexa Bliss that bothers me is kind of the same thing. They've, they've gone away from what you and I talked about about three episodes ago. They've kind of gotten away from the whole satanic cult uh, pentagram stuff. They're still yeah. kind of playing on the evil side. But we still haven't seen Bray Wyatt or The Fiend yeah. either. So, I mean, my question is, are we ever going to see The Fiend again? What's up with The Fiend? What's going on with The Fiend? Is The, is the Fiend story really done? Is there going to be a backlash? Is there going to be another thing with him coming Or is Bray Wyatt ever going to come back? You know, so... I mean, you know, the, the main reason why he was gone is because he was getting a divorce. So he had to have some personal time off, so he took they gave him, you know, that's why they had him wrote out the thing. Then, yeah, but JoJo already getting divorced? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was short-lived. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you guys, I, I, see, I don't keep up. The outside the ring, I don't really keep up with that. Well, I, I just saw that in a, in a, uh, in a uh, feed one day that he would, that the reason why he had been gone is because his, you know, his wife was getting divorced. Yeah, and his brother, well, you know, they just let his brother go not too long ago, too. Right. Bo Dallas or, you know. So, you know, it, it's all kind of leading up to this interesting storyline. Um, so as long as we're talking about the women, let's talk about the triple threat match. It's going to be on Backlash with Charlotte Flair. And I want to also bring Sonya Deville into this. Yeah. Rhea Ripley and Asuka. So, again on Raw, Flair goes to Sonya. Sonya makes a match between Rhea Ripley and Asuka, which Rhea Ripley ended up winning in the end. Um... But the storyline, I think, is going to carry into Backlash. Do you think, at this point in time, something Sony is going to do something at Backlash to make Charlotte Flair walk out the champion? Yeah, yeah and I'm hoping she does. Because I'm actually missing the whole... General manager, the evil general manager like Eric Bischoff, you know, coming out and said, "In that very ring, you will face this person," and then the big giant come out and they'd have to fight him. I'm missing those days. Those days, you know, and, I, and I, to, to go back to one of the what I seen earlier this week, somebody said that the WWE is complaining about AEW going back to the blood matches. That's setting it back 30 years. Wait a minute. Those matches made money. Those matches made people very wealthy. And, you know, and as long as you use your own cutting tool to do the cutting or whatever, there's no real major danger. But, you know. I think one of the problems WWE has with that, though, is Green Eagles. I think USA, I don't know about Fox for sure. I think USA put some stipulations about those kind of matches on WWE. Yeah, and another thing is their insurance also. Uh, back in the day, WWE ran into some insurance problems because wrestlers were getting their heads busted open and they having to sew them up all the time and all that stuff. And they, they started saying, well, we're not going to cover you since you are a wrestling organization and not uh, sports entertainment organization. That's why we call it sports entertainment now instead of WWE wrestling, it's WWE sports entertainment. So that's one of the main things. That's true, it's world wrestling entertainment. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, well, it'll be really interesting. Um, so let's go back to talking about this match. And so you think, you would like it, you would like, I would actually like to see it too, to be honest with you. I would like to see the development of the four horsewomen that we talked about in the yeah. last episode. So let's, um, who do you think, do you think Rhea Ripley walks out of Backlash with the title? I don't see it happening. I, I see Charlotte Flair walking out with the title. She's the queen. You know, the queen with quotes, flying quotes here. Uh, she's supposed to be the queen, which, that's cool. But, if she's going to be the Ric Flair of the Four Horsemen, if, they have, if that's the direction they're going, I would want her to be the champion and, you know, maybe... Even uh, uh, Oscar turn on uh, Ripley, or Ripley just give up the title and do a laydown like like uh, they did back in the WCW for uh, oh what was that? Kevin Nash did. You know he laid in the middle of the ring for Hulk Hogan to have that title. You know, so uh, maybe maybe Ripley lay lay down and give her the title and then. Ripley be one of the four horsemen, you know. Four yeah, horsemen. we didn't. The last time we did the list, we actually yeah. didn't include Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. I, I watched her wrestle. Now that girl's got some talent now. I'm telling you, I couldn't believe it. So she your your prediction is that Charlotte Flair will walk out the, the champion? Yeah, because she's working working hard for it. I, mean, I I kind of am tossed up between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, and I'll tell you why. And. and I mean, they could throw a complete wrench, but I, I think on my page I gave anytime the champions in these type of matches they have the they're gonna be not favored, that the two competitors are gonna be more favorites because when I make the odds I gotta think, well, it's a three on one, it's a handicap match for one, and plus you don't have to pin the champion, you can pin one of your other competitors. So I mean Oscar could pin Charlotte Flair, Flair could pin Oscar, or Ripley Ripley could pin Flair or Oscar, or, you know, could pin it in Oscar Rhea, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's a multiple ways it could work out. But I kind of think at this point, if they are going to go towards the four horsewomen that they've, that has been talked about before, they're going to start developing this. I do think that Charlotte Flair needs to walk out a backlash, the champion. So... I'm kind of with you there, but I'm kind of wondering if maybe Rhea Ripley might walk out of it. I'm about a 50-50 toss-up there. As far as Sonya Deville, like you pointed out in our last show, um, she might, because she might just stay like general manager, become a manager of the four horsewomen, you know, and then we could have this thing on Raw where her and Adam Pearce are kind of going round and round about matches. But the thing about it, the only person that Sonya's been really kind of doing these matches with has been Flair. Yeah. She hasn't really, there's not been any of the they guys. Never, they haven't really adopted anybody else. Right. That she hasn't, there's not been anybody else that's approached her as far as on the guy side. And so, it kind of makes me feel that maybe they're moving towards some kind of thing between Charlotte Flair and Sonya Bill. Yeah. Maybe Maybe not moving towards the four horsewomen like I would love them to see the view. Maybe like starting up a back feud between Flair and Deville. That's one. That's one of the uh, one of the ideas that I've seen 
people write, uh, comment about is uh, on the feeds is some, one of the feeds said something. Could it be, you know, uh, Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville match coming up because she was, you know, a thorn in uh, Flair's side over in. Uh, well, the and NXT, is, so. Yeah, the thing is, is they're going to build towards SummerSlam, and yeah. SummerSlam, you know, they usually build the teams. Yeah. So if you're going to have a team, that would be the perfect time after Backlash to yeah. start developing that storyline to the four horsemen. Yeah. You know, because you usually have five people on the team for SummerSlam. Yeah. So, you know, like some of the, the female entertainers that we've picked, you know, could end up on Raw's side of that, and then you could develop this whole story into the horsemen. Now, another thing, too, um, I was talking about comebacks, is that I did see yesterday an article that Becky Lynch did sign a new contract for the WWE. There's not, I haven't seen anything as far as her return. I don't know if we see Becky Lynch at Backlash or not, um, but I think after Backlash, at some point, we're going to see a Becky Lynch return, and you know that she's going to be right back in there in the title hunt as well. Oh, yeah, yes. You know, um... So it could get really interesting, you know, and then and then you got to play into this whole Alexa Bliss thing again, you know, like uh, whoever walks with the title, you know, I would think that's who Alexa Bliss would go after, but, you know, the, the women's division, at least they're developing some kind of interesting storyline here, whether they're sending Charlotte Flair, Sonya Deville to duke it out eventually, are they building up to the four horsewomen? Or their, or Alexa Bliss is going to throw a complete monkey wrench into this all and go af, after one of the women, you know. So yeah. I, I've, I'm enjoying this part of it. You know, I'm actually having a, 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 we're actually having a podcast where we can say some positive things for a change. Yeah. Because we, we've been harping on the WWE a little bit. And I wanted to mention, too, before we get too far down the road, Whispering Eagle, we still have Vince McMahon on our wanted poster. We still called yeah. him out. I still got Seth Rollins and uh, Roman Reigns and Shane McMahon, Stephanie and Triple H all on our call-outs, wanted posters. So, and I did make some stuff on that on some of my social links and stuff like that. So, we're willing to we're willing to have you guys on our show. Really, we are. Yeah, if you want to, look us up on his webpage, www.mtomsic.com. And yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be glad to interview you. <laughs> Give you some ideas to actually work with. <laughs> so another another thing I want to talk about. So, so let's talk about the men's tag team championship on Raw before we switch to SmackDown. Start talking a little bit more about back some other matches on Backlash. Actually, there's two matches on on Raw we need to talk about. So I didn't see on Backlash as of yesterday when I reposted my blog on. I did not see the men's tag team title match anywhere on Backlash. The Moses and AJ, and I'm thinking because the, on the match there was a, a, a dual tag team, and on the other side was New Day and Matt Riddle and Randy Orton. At the end of the match, Randy Orton RKO'd both the New Day members, Xavier Woods and uh, Kofi Kingston, and Matt Riddle was kind of set, stayed in the middle of the ring. Yeah, he, he got mad. And he goes, hey, like that. I'm like, you're hating the wrong guy, dude. Yeah, it's really uh, becoming an interesting storyline with Randy and Matt Riddle. So I think that would be the natural match to set up. I I think that's the title match that needs to happen right now. It needs to be AJ 
Moses versus Randy Orton and Riddle. Riddle. And I think, like I told you before in our previous show, Moses is a big guy. I mean, you're going to have to pin AJ. Yeah. And I think Randy Orton could do that. Our Matt Riddle could do that. But um, I liked how Randy Orton got the win in this one because he, he tagged someone in secret, came in sneaking behind Moses <laughs> and, and pinned uh, whoever he pinned at the end to win the match. But it was just kind of, it was a sneaky bite. But you know, what, you know what I'd like to see, though? I'd like to see Randy Orton. RKO Osmus. That would be interesting. He would have probably have to stand on the, the top the, rope. The thing is, what he could do is, oh, hey, Riddle, take his legs. And Riddle go over there and roll into his legs, and he's going forward. And then he comes up, bam, hits him with the, with the RKO. That, that, yeah, that would be really interesting. Uh, but yeah, be interesting I'd, to see I want to see it. I thought Moses would get up after that. <laughs> yeah, he's that. like, he like sit there and look at him like, really? <laughs> you know, yeah, that it would be different. Yeah, would, yeah. Well, I talked about this in our last show with the Moses. Um, he's a big guy. I mean, and, and like I said, I was kind of in the beginning of the show. I said, "Land of the Giants" in in uh, WWE right now. That that's what it is. I mean, there's even with all these Land of the Giants, there's not too many people that can really stack up to most. Moses, and you're gonna as a tech since they're doing a tag team right now with AJ. I mean, in my opinion, you're gonna have to pin AJ. Um, but that would be, I mean, we've talked about this before about going for the legs, getting the Moses down on the mat. I mean, that would be that would if they did yeah. work together and got him down and RKO'd him like that. Um, I don't know anybody else's. It'd be interesting to see if Braun Strowman could pick a Moses up and body slam. Oh, yeah. Would it be interesting to see if Drew, Drew uh, McIntyre could Claiborne him? Yeah. Can Bobby Lashley spear him or put him in the hurt lock? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, we could we could go like probably a week. This is going to I mean, could Jinder Mahal put in whatever Jinder yeah, Mahal this, this, this is going to be a fun year with the big guys. You know, can, can Mace or... Uh, T-Bar, get in there. I mean, yeah. I, I don't even know if Amosis is going to wrestle individually, you guys, but, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, if you if you want to hype some stuff out and think about some stuff, that's a direction to go. Yeah. You know, you, you got to keep us interested, folks. I mean, that is, uh, so the last match on Raw I want to talk about before we switch to SmackDown, and before I go to that match, I'll mention we're at the middle of the show. Usually during the middle of the show, I do a little promo. So just to let you guys know, we are on Anchor, uh, supported by Anchor, and uh, sponsored by Anchor. Uh, so make sure you, if you want to do some podcasting, do it on Anchor. Do it on your cell phone, laptop. Uh, it's fun. It's easy. It's Whispering uh, Eagle and myself have a great time doing it. So You can do it anywhere you want. You can do it anywhere you want. As long as you got a Wi-Fi, you, know, you can do it anywhere you want. Anyway, you guys, so thank you, Anchor, for that. And so I want to talk a little bit about this match. So that was kind of interesting that Damian Priest and, and Morrison mixed it up. And Morrison agreed to a stipulation match to Miz at Backlash, which the match was made, which I did update the odds. I did make Damian Priest the favorite in this. I didn't like the match that Damian Priest picked, though. He picked the Lumberjack match. Oh, he not, did. I was wondering what he picked. I, not that I mind the Lumberjack match, but if I was Damian Priest, I think I would have done a, a last man standing match. Yeah. 
just because, I mean, I mean, think about it, he could have just really beaten the heck out of the Miz. But, Lumberjack match, Miz is a little bit tricky. Damien's kind of new and hasn't really made a lot of allies in the WWE. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of thinking about, I was thinking about this earlier. Did Damien really pick the right match? I mean, if he gets outside the ring and, and, and you know, are they the may be all, they may, a lot of them may be mad because, you know, hey, he's getting a push, you know, right away. Because uh, I was reading in a, what was his name? Uh, I mean, not RKO, but KO, Kevin Owens. Whenever he came in and wrestled uh, uh, John Cena at the beginning, you know, his very first match with John Cena, he dropped John Cena and took the world title from him, you know. That, that got a lot of people in, in the Raw mad at him because he just walked right in and got a world title shot. And I actually don't mind that. I don't know if Damian Bruce can do that. It's yeah. great. I think I'm, Dave, talking, but I'm talking about the wrestlers yeah. who's been in there a year, two years, three years, and they're sitting there waiting for their title shot, and then it never comes. You know? well, Damian Priest is, I'll put him in the land of the Giants, yeah. too. I didn't mention him in my list. He's a tall He's He's a big guy, water. too, and yeah. you know, he could definitely mix it up in there. But the thing about it is, I read a little article uh, earlier about him, and they were saying about his whole thing with the, uh, the actual WrestleMania that happened in him and this whole Bad Bunny thing, about how if it went to good, went to, would have not gone well. They were actually going to kick Priest out of the WWE. It's probably a good thing all that went well, but I think Damien's got to think beyond the Miz at this point. Um, you know, let's get this match over. I picked Damien Priest to win over the Miz, but once he, if he win or lose at this backlash, Damien's got to move on past the Miz. Yeah, yeah. He's got to find a new person to go after. Yeah, they, that, I think that's what I. I would like to see him go after Sheamus. Yeah, yeah. I was reading somewhere that there is there was a feud going on in the WWE that one of the people needs to move on, and I'm pretty sure it was this. So that's you know um, I keep going, keep saying we're going to move on, but then I keep thinking of stuff on the Raw. So another match I did not see on Backlash. Now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't see the U.S. Championship. On back uh, on backlash as far as there was, um, I had two matches that are on my list on the very bottom, um, and I do believe it was Sheamus versus uh, Carlotto was what they were touting. They might tout that in the pre-match, but I haven't seen an opponent for Sheamus as far as backlash. So, if they're skipping the U.S. Championship for some reason for backlash, yeah, maybe um, the dark match before. Well, Monday right not Monday Night Raw is already gone and happened though. So yeah. Unless they were going to do something on SmackDown, but I, but you know, but but is Backlash going to be two days too? Like uh, no, it's only one day. On okay, the, on then Saturday. they may do it Saturday, uh, do it right before. They may be like you know back whenever we had uh, uh, when we had the pay per view on uh, the network. They had matches before on Raw, and then. Uh, then it switched over to the pay per view, and though you know they they usually did yeah, some like a pre show match. yeah a pre show match, which sometimes it was a tag team. Yeah, it, it could pop US up on the pre show. Yeah. There's usually at least when they usually do the pay per views, they do a pre, about a half hour pre show, um, and usually there's at least one or two matches in the pre show. 
Um, so maybe the U.S. Championship could pop up there. I don't well, know. I'd like to see a good uh, match with Sheamus. Is, Sheamus is a drawer, man. He's he's a, he's awesome. The thing about it with Sheamus is they've been having him kind of wrestle these guys, and and I don't know on this Monday Night Raw he wasn't on there, so he didn't do his call out. So um, I didn't see him on there. Yeah, he anyway. was. He was. He was on there. But he they wrestled that little Mexican guy again. I, I don't remember seeing, sure, I don't remember Seamus being on Raw this Monday, but I, I could be in Raw because um, I did miss just going back and forth, missed a little bit of it. But anyway, um, so I didn't see the U.S. Championship on the line at Backlash. So those are pretty much all the Raw matches uh, right now that I can think of for Backlash coming this uh, Sunday. Now, we do have SmackDown coming this Friday. So, obviously, I got to open up with the Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. So, my first question to you guys out there, if you listen to this podcast before Sunday, I'm going to ask you, will Cesaro either put Roman Reigns in the swing or put him in the UFO? I'd say it won't be the UFO. I, I have a feel it'd be more of the uh, the swing. But my question is, which Usos are you going to find? Are, are we going to see? Are we going to see Usos fighting for themselves, or Usos fighting for uh, uh, Roman Reigns? Well, I'm very relaxed with you. We saw we saw Jimmy Uso come back this last Friday. And there was already some dissension among him. If you go back into the history of this, we can talk about the history of this just a little bit. So Roman and Jay were the ones in the ring, and they showed a little clip of that on SmackDown. It was an I Quit match, and if Jay quit, he had to become under Roman Reigns' uh, sidekick or whatever you want to call him, um, right-hand guy. And... Um, Jimmy had gotten hurt at that point, so he wasn't wrestling. So it's been a while since Jimmy out. But Jimmy was never really on board with Roman being the head of the table, kind of, you know, I'm going to be your right-hand guy. Jimmy was, he, he was never that. The only reason that Jimmy allowed the I Quit match to happen is because he really didn't want to see his cousin Jay hurt. Yeah. I personally hope that Jay, I realize a lot of things have happened since Jimmy was gone. Jay's become a really good wrestler, and he's gotten better. But the Usos are probably one of the best tag teams out there, and I really think they need to go back to being the Usos, and they need to drop Roman Reigns. And this is why I'm making an unprecedented prediction right at this point. I'm going to make a prediction, and I, I put this out on my blog page too, on my odds page. I'm saying Cesaro is walking out of Backlash with the title. I I have a feeling that's what it's going to happen, and I think it's going to happen because uh, Jay Uso is going to join forces with his brother again, and his brother's going to uh, have to hurt Roman to get his brother snapped back into being a. Uh, you know, not being somebody's bitch, like like he said the other day, I'm nobody's bitch. You know, so you know that's that's well, that's Jay. I mean, Jimmy used those words exactly, and I say 
Jimmy ain't gonna put up with Roman Reigns' bullcrap, and Roman's gonna tell him to do something. He's gonna say, "Ah, uh-huh. you just wait, buddy." Whenever yeah, we get out so there. you got a thing, and that's my. I have another odd on there. So besides that, I put two odds. Besides, I'll get to who. Uh, well, I'm already saying I made Cesaro. I'm picking Cesaro to win the title. I also put odds on if Roman will be in the swing or in the UFO. I also put odds if there if people thought the Usos would turn on Roman on Backlash, yes or no. I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes. Um, and I've also added another one on there about Seth Rollins, because Seth Rollins had a little inter, uh, kind of feud with Jimmy and Jay as well, and then he went to Roman to find out, this is the thing that Roman needs to understand. Though. Maybe the head of the table, he may be the champion right now. When you're the champion, you're the bullseye can't trust Seth Rollins. You can't trust Jay Uso. Uh-uh. You can't trust Jimmy Uso. You can't trust Paul Heyman. The only person you can trust is you. Yeah. You gotta go back to the days of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Don't, don't trust, trust anybody. anybody. And I don't, I wouldn't trust him. Oh, and by the way, uh, uh, Seamus did wrestle that Humberto Carrillo. So, yeah, uh, they they wrestled the other night. Okay, so I I must have missed that match, so I'm assuming Sheamus retained the title. I'm pretty sure he did. So, yeah, I didn't see the U.S. Championship on Backlash, so I don't know if Sheamus is wrestling. Yeah, there's another... uh, He must have walked out of the match again because it was uh, no... uh, Disqualification. Yeah, but what we... It, it just said N.A., so I guess that means it didn't, it didn't end. Uh, well, like he's got the champion's advantage, so yeah. if he walks out, he can lose the match. Yeah. And, you know, he just comes, you know, goes to the, the person towards the match. So it's kind of interesting that Sheamus is doing this. I, I don't really understand. And I don't Sheamus know why he's doing it with a, a Humberto. I don't know why he's walking out of the ring and going to the back with Humberto. Alberto's a talented little flyer, you know, and it's, uh, you know, he'd make a great masked uh, uh, Mexican wrestler. I don't even know why he's, why they're even doing this with him. But, I mean, I guess they ain't got enough people to wrestle Seamus or something. I don't know. But. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, so we'll have to keep up on that. If, if a match is made, I will update my blog page. Like I said, I plan on uh, updating it on Friday after SmackDown anyway. But that's what they might be working towards, is him and Humberto actually having a real match. And it being no, no, no disqualification. disqualification, no count out. Yeah, and there's there's no real interesting matches like that on Backlash yet. There's no steel cage matches. There's right. no disqualification. We have two triple threat matches, um, all the other um, in the Lumberjack match. Um, but they're not going for another steel cage match that yeah. I saw. There's no um, other disqualification matches that I saw. Um, so I kind of want to let's let's go back to the Roman Reigns Cesaro scenario. And what is your prediction for backlash on that? I predict Cesaro will uh, put him in the swing. The Usos will turn against Roman Reigns. It somehow caused to cost him the title, and Cesaro will walk out with that title on his shoulder. Well, there's there's been all kinds of blogs and rumors that I've seen everywhere that there's going to be a major title change 
at Backlash. Now, when they say major title, I mean, you got all these titles. Yeah, you, so got, you don't know which title they're talking about. You got tag about. team, girls tag team, men's tag team, and all that. But. Yeah, so that's actually the next match I actually wanted to talk to you about since we're getting down on time a little bit. So, I didn't... See, now, actually, I did see this match got added. So, it will be uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus the Mysterios. Yeah, So, yeah. Ray and his son, Dominic. I I picked Robert the, the the bad dogs, mad dogs. I think they'll retain. I I would have to kind of agree with you there, but but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a Cinderella story and go with Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic. And I'm gonna tell you why. I think I was really touting. I don't know why the Street Profits are getting overlooked at this point. Maybe because they lost to Dolph and uh, Rude. There are a couple times, but if Dominic and Rey Mysterio would win and face maybe the Street Profits afterwards, that, that would be kind of a, I mean, those are both like kind of popular teams right yeah. now. And I would just like to see the father-son thing. I don't think it's ever happened in the WWE, to my knowledge, Not that there's been a father-son tag team that's been champions. So I'm going to go with the underdogs. So Whispering Eagle and I are opposite sides on this. And um, though I, I do feel that Dolph and Rude have the more experience, and definitely, but um, Dominic got uh, Ziggler at the end of the match this last Friday in a surprise move at the Independent. Oh, yeah. So, and that really threw Dolph off because he wasn't expecting it. Yeah. So, obviously, the last match that we got to really talk about that's on Backlash, and this is coming up between Bailey and Bianca Belair. So, um, this last SmackDown, uh, Bianca was in the ring, Bailey came out there, and Bianca was left in the middle of the ring from Bailey. And, you know, as much as I like Bianca, I. Having my doubts that she'll retain the title against me. Yeah, I, I'm kind of having doubts about that too. And I, and but if she leaves that damn hair wrapped around her head or whatever, you know. She, but uh, I, I did notice Bailey took a little bit of our advice during that. Oh yeah, <laughs> she did wrap it around her a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, Bailey, Bailey, she wants it. <laughs> longest time ever of any when the yeah it was kind of interesting her whole uh, speech on Bailey's whole kind of persona really changed I, I back to the days she's she's kind of playing the heel she's not playing a playing a complete heel I, I actually kind of like Bailey's persona right at the moment because she's like cocky enough to do it you know yeah and and I did like the other Bailey that was kind of friendly with the fans and out yeah, there. The hugger, but, the hugger. but I like this Bailey too. Is kind of a I don't know. You want to compare it to like a sweet and sour candy, you know? That's yeah. Not kind of like a uh, sour patch kid candy, you know? Yeah. I I, I don't know. I, I think I like her as a mid a, a mid card heel, you know, a mid heel, you know, kind of like hugger. Hugger and a heel at the same time. I just think that that would be a lot better persona for her. But that way she don't seem like the the little Freddy cat kid and uh, 
and a and and, and, a, and a fraidy cat. She she can act like a tough girl. Plus, you know, kind of like say, you know, a little girl is getting beat up on the on the playground, and her best friend turns out to be somebody like Bailey. You know, come out there, well, and say they're friendly, right. but yet. You don't want to mess mess with them because they will whip your ass right. right there. You know? No, that would be so, great. Yeah. Would, like I said, kind of like the sweet and sour. Yeah. So who's your? I'm I'm gonna take Bailey. Walks I'm gonna take Bailey. Bailey. Bailey will walk out if that girl can keep her hair to herself. All right. And so we gotta talk about the IC title match because Apollo Cruz versus um, Big E has been slated for backlash. So we're run, running a little bit low here on time. And. Um, I think Apollo's going to retain it. I'm just going to come out here and say it. Um, and it won't be without cheating. I think Aziz will be involved in the match. The only way I see Big E winning this match is if he gets outside help from somebody during the match and that uh, distracts Aziz or takes Aziz out. And I did notice, along, I'm going to mention this, I'll ask who your pick is here in one second, that Kevin Owens is not on Backlash either or not doing slated for any matches as well on, on Backlash as far as I know. So, first of all, let's take your pick between Apollo and Big E. Uh, Big E. Uh, Big E, but Big E's going to have to have some help, and I have a feeling the team the, the, uh, uh, the team's going to get back together. You know, man's going to get back together. Uh, the New Day. The New Day is going to get back together. And, and yeah, and uh, so if if Aziz wants to get in in it, they're gonna have, they're gonna get in it with Aziz, you know. So, that that would be interesting to see Kofi Kingston. That's a but, that's a good. Uh, I like your theory there. I, yeah. But, I kind of more see like Kevin Owens and since Sammy Sammy Zayn's kind of gone. I seen a I seen a thing uh, today, and it was with uh, Kevin Owens and Paul Anderson, or Paul, you know, uh, and he looked at Paul and says. Don't count me out. So, well, I he may I, be coming after that title. I mentioned that with Kevin Owens as well. That I think he's been overlooked and overshadowed. They, they had that whole feud with Roman Reigns, and it just kind of all of a sudden fizzled out, you know. And Roman Reigns really never definitively beat Kevin Owens, you know. Um, he won the matches and stuff, but. Only because either to use Jey Uso or he cheated in some other way. The thing with Kevin Owens is he's he's got to step out of this box. He's got to get you and I talked about this. Him and Sami Zayn doing this thing. I wish they yeah. would have set up your steel cage match yeah. for that. But I don't didn't see Kevin Owens on the Backlash card, and so I have to wonder. Maybe this Friday we'll see something. Like I said, I will update uh, my blog after Friday. Uh, one of the reasons that Whispering Eagle and I chose Wednesdays to broadcast our show is because it falls right between Monday Night Raw happens and the Friday Smackdown behind that happens and then we have our show on Wednesday and then Friday, you know, so it kind of falls in between these shows for us. So we can kind of talk about what happened on both shows and what we think might happen on the next two shows coming up. And that way we don't have to try to remember what happened Monday. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, it kind of throws a little bit of a kink because now we got a pay-per-view in there and plus yeah. Monday Night Raw. So we're not even talking about what might happen on Monday Night Raw. 
So this Wednesday, we'll, we'll be covering a lot of stuff of what happened on Friday Night SmackDown, Monday Night Raw, and Backlash. How about a little bit of prediction of what's going to come after Backlash? Do you think Monday night, Roman Reigns is going to come out if Cesaro wins and challenges him to a title match on Monday night? Or well, if, they're on if Cesaro so wins, wait for Friday, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. Uh, or uh, or Monday night, if, if the you know, if Braun Strowman wins, is uh, Lashley going to come out and challenge him for a title shot, or is? Um, Drew McIntyre are going to come out and go, hey, I want a title match, and is we're going to have another three, threesome right there again. You know? Well, I don't think they can keep going with these triple threat matches, so I think whoever wins on Sunday, is, as far as my prediction from Monday Night Raw after Backlash, um, usually after the pay-per-views, you don't see them putting up the titles again. But if they really wanted to make some ratings, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Either putting up the title up with the women's or the men. Um, definitely, if you're not going to have the U.S. Championship on Backlash, you're going to need to have the U.S. Championship on Raw. So I would make the prediction that Sheamus will definitely be on Raw. Um, I think it depends on who wins what and where. Um, if Charlotte Flair wins the title... Do I see a rematch coming between her or Asuka? No, I, I don't. I don't know who would step up next for Flair. Um, and I don't know what I would I would like to see. This is this is what I would like to see is as what you're asking me for prediction past backlash. So this is this would be my storylines, okay? If I were to be creating the storylines right now, this is what I do. I would move if I would go ahead and put Charlotte Flair and let her win. And I would either have, like you said, Rhea Ripley drop into, and I would form the four horsemen. Yeah. Because SummerSlam's coming. And what I would do with Alexa Bliss at that point is I would have her maybe go after some of the other, get Alexa Bliss black back in the ring wrestling. Yeah. Somebody. Shayna Baylor. Whoever. Baszler or... Um, as far as Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, I would trip the titles to Na- to uh, Natalia and Tamina, and I would have them on Monday Night Raw, and I would have them face somebody. Um, I would like to see them either face, like, uh, I don't know who I could think of who they would face. Uh, Ruby Riot and... Yeah, Riot Squad, yeah. And, and Liv Morgan. Um, these are the kind of storylines I, w- I would go for. I would start mixing up with the big guys. Whoever start signing up a contender match like you've been talking about in the past. Yeah, number one contender. Let's have a contender match. Start setting up like a, a match people and see who's going to face whoever wins, whether it's going to be Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, yeah. or Drew McIntyre. Let's get all these big guys and start setting up like a pyramid match well, where, you, you know. know even, even, even the small guys. Look, Ric Flair wasn't that giant. He wasn't that big. He was muscular back in the day, but he wasn't that you know big. But he is a world champion, you know. He had just four horsemen behind him helping him, but but yeah, but he was a world champion. If we even start out with uh, look at uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, oh, uh, we have to watch the time here. Uh, uh, oh, come on, come on, come on. Hardy, 
Jeff Hardy. He's been world champion, and look how little he is. No, so, not, you know, I'm we could we could start yeah, you, oh, with the little guys well, and have them go make, all the way up. Make a tournament. Yeah, have a tournament going for the world, for the see who the number one contender for the world title is. Yeah. And then whenever <laughs> go to war, you know. So. As, as far as my prediction, and we're only got like four minutes left, so I'll make some quick predictions. So I'll move a little bit beyond Ron, and we'll talk about SmackDown beyond, beyond Backlash. It's not hard to predict because I haven't seen Backlash for this Friday. I will make a prediction. If Cesaro does win, as I predicted, yes, I do see Roman Reigns re-challenging him on the next SmackDown after Backlash. As far as the Usos go, I would like to see them go back into tag team action. Uh, my prediction is if Rey Mysterio and Dominic win, that they will probably face the Street Profits. If Bailey wins... Um, I'm not sure who would step up to Bailey if, if Sasha Banks is going to step back in the picture, Yo, or if they would rematch. She could be in the background. Oh my God! I yeah, I mean we didn't. Even, I mean, there's so many possibilities we didn't yeah. even cover. And all I will say is that Whispering Eagles, we only have two minutes. I'm going to say, you guys become outlaws. Thank you for listening to our podcast, uh, Whispering Eagle. It's been an an enjoyous and positive uh, podcast this time, which I'm happy about. Because, well, either way, I'm happy, but uh, it's just nice to kind of throw some positive notions in there. Yeah. And you guys join us next Wednesday. We're always negative. (laughs) But now we're positive. (laughs) Well, we're not always negative. And I like the fact that we're on the opposite side of some of the matches, so that'll that'll give us something to talk about this Wednesday, too. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good night. And, hey, become outlaws and do some podcasting yourself on... Anchor, and just uh, let me finish it out by saying, listen to us. Uh, we will our shows will be put out Wednesday evenings if possible. Might be Thursday sometimes, but we're gonna try to get it out every Wednesday. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Become outlaws. This is the outlaw Michael Thompson saying, "Be wanted."